0: as a look to the horizon, not a cloud But then stormy weather's cold too cold Seems like it ripped up out of nowhere All around you is not worth what to photo you never see it come
1: back Hi Alex Hi
0: Ben How are you doing? I'm good Yeah?
1: Yeah so good games recently
0: uh, you know, I played this little RPG recently. Uh, not sure any of you have heard of it. It's actually like the fifth in this series, which I had never really encountered uh-huh. before. Uh, it's called Persona. Deskaya?
1: Oh, Persona. Yeah, yeah. I played that too. You want to talk about it? I mean, I guess we could. Uh, yeah. So we should mention right now. Turn this off if you haven't finished Persona Five. Why are you even clicking on this if yeah, you haven't completed Persona? The word this spoiler cast.
0: Yeah, this is on you. It's in the damn title uh yes this is the thing we have been talking about doing for a while yeah. uh you and i are the the two on staff i think who have finished this game we
1: are the resident persona 5 experts which
0: is probably unfortunate because <laughs> you know the only other one i have really played was four uh and so my my admittedly my my breadth of knowledge does not go too far back with the series yeah i
1: played about half of three and watched the endurance run of four and then played golden afterwards
0: yeah I played a, ch- a good chunk of golden then I watched the rest of it uh, via the endurance run so that was uh, that was kind of my experience with it
1: so yeah we're gonna get into everything kind of the, the plot at large all the all the social link or confidant stuff yes um, so if you have any aspect of the game that is unspoiled for you and you want to keep it that way
0: just turn off yeah just come back to this later once you you've actually, actually done it
1: just leave it playing because it's good for us but
0: turn the volume down yeah just like keep it on loop for as long as humanly yes. possible <laughs> Uh, uh, so I think just to kind of kick things off, like, how did you feel about the game overall? Because it, it, it seems like this one has been kind of more of a divisive one yeah. among fans. Uh, I remember there being some some discussion around four of like, you know, sort of the, the tonal and setting shift, like kind of put some people off initially, but people seem to really love that one. This one, it feels like it's a little more split.
1: Yeah. So generally, I enjoyed playing through this game more than any other Persona game. Okay. Uh, it feels like a better RPG. Um, a lot of the mechanics they added, a lot of the tweaks they made were really good. But overall, from a story point of view, it seemed a little disappointing to me. Where, um, where did
0: it start to lose you?
1: So I was hoping that there was going to be some bigger twists. Mm-hmm. I kind of saw, so, you know, in terms of main story beats, you have the Akechi thing, first right. of all, where he joins your team. Um, He's kind of set up as this foil to your main character. He's a young, popular, smart detective boy. Yes. um,
0: Who you kind of know he's a shit guy. Yeah, he's definitely a narc. Like, that much is clear right from the get-go. But you don't really understand the degree to which his... uh his shittiness actually expands.
1: I do really love that he just starts showing up at your house yeah. and he tries to talk to you and you can always just tell him to
0: fuck off. I told him to please leave every
1: time. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Um, but, so yeah, he has his... his he joins your team. And Briefly. And I, I, as soon as he was on my team, I'm like, this doesn't feel right. This, I mean, it's... There's just something off about uh, this whole endeavor. So I'm like, okay, he... And then I remember back to the beginning where it sets you up. You know, the whole thing's told in Media Res. Like, you kind of... You know there's a traitor in your group, and it's just like, wow, who could that be?
0: Yeah, I can't imagine who might actually mm. turn on us out of this group of mostly <sighs> extremely endearing and pleasant and, and likable characters, yeah. and then also this fucking cop. Yeah, this fucking shitty cop who is just sticking his nose up in
1: your business from the moment he meets you yeah um i didn't i didn't catch the pancake thing the first time i thought that was clever uh where you kind of i thought the reveal of it what could have been done a little better
0: yeah it's so the pancake thing uh for those who maybe don't remember is that basically at some point a catchy turns on you and uh, there's a oceans 11 like progression where they sort of eventually have to explain all the ways in which a catchy turning on you was a thing that you already knew about right. going in and you uh, apparently in behind the scenes off camera you had been making plans to like sort of you deal with this yeah been
1: kind of going back and forth because Morgana says something about pancakes yes Uh, When you first meet Akechi, and he rounds the corner and says, like... Did Did someone say pancakes? pancakes?" Classic
0: Akechi line that we all know and love, his catchphrase. Uh, Uh, But so that's the thing, is that only people who go into the metaverse in this game can hear Morgana talk. Right. So it was apparent uh, right at that moment that, okay, this dude can hear Morgana, so that's a thing. Yeah.
1: So I do like that that was there for people who really kind of followed the lore closely, would catch that immediately... But also, they lay it on real thick. Yes, they do. throughout the whole game. Um, I, I thought the reveal that he is, in fact, Shido, kind of the main antagonist's son, was a little out of left field. Yes. Um, and kind of a cheap way to make you sort of feel this character's redemption...
0: But that's the thing: is that they never really redeem him, and that that's like that is maybe where the plot started to lose me. Was that they they tr- make this very half-hearted attempt yes. to sort of turn him into a vaguely sympathetic character at the like toward the end of his arc?
1: Which he is a serial killer. He has yeah, murdered that, several people. That,
0: like I, I, no amount of abandonment issues, uh, like makes murder okay yeah so like the amount (laughs) of especially the
1: kinds of like these are super murders yeah like killing your brain and heart and then your body dies too and
0: and doing it for like you know a a deeply evil person just so you can get closer to them so basically you're disregarding a whole lot of human life just so you can get closer to your target right which is like no that's what a fucking assassin does and guess what (laughs) i don't really sympathize like outside of like gross point blank i don't really fucking (laughs) I don't really sympathize with assassins, sorry.
1: Yeah. Um and that kind of brings me to the the second main problem I had, which was the antagonist, uh, Shido, wasn't really super fleshed out. He just kind of he he'd been referenced a few times throughout the game, and of course he's the kind of he's the catalyst that sends the main character on his journey. Right? Yes. He's he's the one who randomly assaulted a woman for like no real reason that anyone can seem to pinpoint no real reason it also seems really out of character because he's very calculated and like doesn't like to get his hands dirty at all but also just is out at night on a public street kind of groping a lady in front of a high schooler. Which
0: just doesn't really seem up that dude's out. Like, if you had told me it was, like, someone vital in his organization that right, had done his that. Right, right-hand man or something. And, it, like, his dude was just, and she was just like, all right, well, look, I'll just take care of this for you or whatever. Like, I could buy that. But, like, the way they tried to tease out Shido as a villain, I thought was not great. Like, I think once they finally firmly established, like, no, this dude's fucking evil, like things were fine after that. But like the early goings with him were like, you run into him in that restaurant and stuff. It's just like, you were screaming at the TV. Of course, this is the guy. (laughs) This, he looks just like the guy. And
1: your main character's like, Oh man, there's just, there's just something here. I just
0: can't put my finger on it. Uh, yeah, that, that stuff was a little off for me. Um, I, I I so reading up on the game a little bit. I, I was sort of interested uh, in sort of the kind of backstory for like where the Shido character came from, what they sort of what he sort of represents. Uh, it, it sounds like him and sort of his party, sort of it, at the very least loosely, kind of represents uh, Shinzo Abe and like his right. uh, national. I think it's National Democratic Party. I, I forget the exact Liberal Democratic Party. Um, and like that is one of the things that this persona does i think at least from what i've been able to t- gather more so maybe than some of the other games is that it does feel like it is kind of trying to uh not necessarily insert itself but sort of like represent a little bit some some real world problems yes, going on it takes
1: place in a real world and not just like small
0: town fantasy japan world yeah and it does so while you know kind of echoing real life Incidents like the the Kamoshida stuff at the beginning of the game right. is loosely based on an actual like you know high school volleyball teacher that I think like was in fact abusing uh, their students. Um, I don't know if the other ones like I don't know if there actually is like a Matarame equivalent or something like that out there, but at least little bits like that are supposed to kind of tie into the real world, and it all kind of feeds into this larger theme of the game, which is that of the kind of growing generational divide between you know the people who are in power in japan and the youth and kind of the the apathy of the public being
1: i I, I, the thing about the plot that i really did enjoy was that whole aspect of like public opinion and apathy and how it can be a force for good and also evil right you're spending the whole time this whole game trying to get cred for your phantom thieves group and you watch that little bar tick up and up and up and it's super satisfying like every time you clear a dungeon Ooh, more percent on that bar and then you hit that end game when it starts dropping back down to zero and you feel that just the public has turned on you you know obviously the evil people are after you and you just feel invisible and you become yeah. invisible like literally they um, just
0: literally forget about you because they're kind of you know they're obsessed with their own sort of like delusion about you know Shido and what the party's going to do and how they're going to make everything better right uh and the phantom thieves just kind of become ancillary to all of that
1: and so I did, I did enjoy that as kind of a commentary. Um,
0: I think it was too little too late. Yeah, it, it's interesting because, you know, you look at it for so long and you're just like, oh, this is just a loading screen thing. You know, like, and, and the comments are actually probably the best writing in that game. Yes. Like, it's, it's the most realistic writing anyway. But then you kind of see after a while that it kind of turns into, like, this sort of side narrative of like, you know, hey, this whole time, like the game is basically telegraphing, you know, kind of where things are going with the story just by following those comments and, you know, public opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I agree, like by the time it actually makes that turn toward the end, you're just sort of like, oh, okay, we're just going this way. All right. Uh, I mean, I knew there had to be something else beyond Shido, like right. they weren't just going to close the game In with Grand that.
1: Persona fashion, there has got to be some sort of mythical weird god involved yes right?
0: and in this case it is the the god of the internet uh the god <laughs> of public opinion the god uh that will you know rain hell down on the earth because uh people can't fucking make decisions for themselves apparently
1: people can't choose where they want to order from Grubhub. Exactly. every time you you ask somebody else and say oh i feel kind of like anything he gets more power
0: that said, you know, I, I did like that aspect of it. I liked that that was the thing that they used to kind of frame the, the big stupid fight at the end. Yes. Was that like, you know, and obviously this game has absolutely nothing to do with American politics. Uh, it is they've have, they've have said flatly they, these are games that are made for a Japanese audience about Japan. So, you know, any sort of like political uh, allegories in there have everything to do with Japan. That said, you know, coming out of, you know, the election season of last year and sort of the the way that uh, just I and I think that there's a much more like global politic aspect to this as well. Um, this notion that, you know, Shido literally getting up on camera and, you know, confessing to everything he does after after you change his heart. Yeah. And public opinion opinion barely swaying. Right. People barely noticing <laughs> people like because this notion that like people have built up so much in their head of like we need someone to save us. We need someone to make things better. Yes. We need this perfect politician who perfectly represents everything I want for the world to do everything they're going to say. And if that person lets you down, you just have to... You The only way you can reconcile it is to just ignore it. Right. And that, to me, was something that rang very true. Even in its like you know slightly ham-fisted way they deliver it, it was, I think, uh, a fairly potent moment in that game.
1: Yeah, and especially coupled with... Um, uh Gosh, I can't remember anyone's name in this game, so you're going to have to help me out here, okay. but uh, anime Bernie Sanders. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, damn it. Uh, Yoshida. Right. So it's, it's it's especially impactful when you follow Yoshida's um, confidant arc all the way through, and he is that politician that did have that meteoric fall, Yeah. Um, and he's trying to, you know regain public opinion he, he knows he's not going to be the next prime minister or anything but he wants to he wants to get back into the diet
0: you know he wants to be able to do yeah. something for people
1: um so you kind of see his struggle at building something up whereas you look over at the main antagonist and nothing is
0: going wrong for him yeah
1: even when it all goes wrong for because him, because
0: he's saying all the right things yes. he's saying the things that he knows will whip the the crowd into the greatest frenzy and he's surrounded by a staff of like very
1: manipulative and smart people because like as soon as You know, he starts losing it. They give him that drug that tries to, you know, kill him so he doesn't actually confess or whatever.
0: Right. Um. And, you know, like at, at, at the same time, like he's also such a ruthless killer that he will just smoke anyone that gets yes. in his way. Like, you know, there's the, the, he will send his own son to murder anyone. Who gets yeah. In his and way. like, you know, it, it, there's the, the, the investigations director guy who's just, whose entire job is to sit in that office and cackle into a telephone <laughs> through most of that game. At some point he's just like, yeah, no, I'm done with that guy. And he's out. Yeah. You know, like anyone who gets in his way is going to die. The of the. Yeah. Of I mean, and he's like cool. nothing, you know, right. that, that dude is, is nothing to him
1: um so let's let's talk a little bit about the kind of the supporting cast and, yes. and your party and, and uh you know i feel like persona 4 was very much about a game about going to high school and making your high school friends
0: and solving a crime right there was a murder mystery at the center of it
1: whereas this one kind of felt like you were a student but it wasn't really about that it was about being a phantom thief more than anything and because of that the the cast of supporting characters that you meet i feel like we're a lot more diverse than in previous persona games uh but maybe ultimately not as well written in some instances
0: yeah i I would agree with that i think that the the basic archetypes they're drawing from for most of those characters are pretty good or at least pretty interesting um I, i think that they miss out on some opportunities to really flesh them out like Ryuji is the one that I tend to come back to, which is to say that I really—he's probably the character I most immediately identified with in that game because yeah. I definitely remember being a loudmouth shit at that age. Yeah, and you know, I was also a, a child with who mostly grew up with a single mother. You know, and I—the thing they chose to focus on was his whole bullshit with the the track, the track team. team. Yeah, which I. I get it like that's kind of the catalyst and that's the thing that like you know has him connected with kamoshida and all that stuff but your whole social link is just about like hanging out with his tr- figuring out what t- what's going on with the people in his track team and then just getting them to have a track team again yes. and then there's a track coach who kind of sucks for like two section- sections of that and then like he doesn't he's just gone and i kind of was like it feels like there's more with this character going on behind the scenes like there's stuff with totally. his mom like he's trying to get home and like you know make sure that he does the shopping and you know they take care of stuff there And i felt like they could have maybe developed that aspect of it more it, they just didn't go in that direction
1: yeah like when you compare i like to compare um ryuji and haru's uh paths because ryuji gets kicked off of a track team because he gets in a fight with a teacher and then his redemption is getting back on the track team haru watches her
0: father does he actually get on the track team again? No, i thought he decided he just not, not to he, 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 he lets backpack. the uh, gets the other guys to get their team yes. back together yeah
1: uh haru witnesses her dad die on a live stream and then has to deal with her abusive fiance basically just like trying to manipulate her steal her fortune and be abusive yeah uh which are like pretty radically different tones they are for your friends
0: and especially have. for haru who they really just drop into that story yeah. out of nowhere um which i felt bad about because well, I don't think her arc is uh delivered on entirely well like the, the whole thing is literally just about who can I trust at my company mm-hmm. and they you know eventually it comes to, comes to light that you know the the guy who has taken over as president of of uh akumara Foods is actually fine yeah and but it's like it's like a couple of scenes of hemming and hawing about oh is this guy okay is he not oh he is yeah and then he's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, your fiancé doesn't actually have a contract with us. Don't fucking worry about it. Like, they just kind of hand-wave it at the end, which I thought was a little disappointing. Because it's like, I feel like you can't go change his heart right. because you've already fought him. And, like, but I thought you just fought a cognition of him.
1: Yeah, you fight, like, yeah, a mini-boss cognition of yeah. him. But it'd be weird to also have, like, the only her be the only side character in your party that you go directly fuck with even more right. after the fact
0: and especially like considering she is one of the dateable characters i feel like changing that dude's heart like that probably would just lead to him turning into a decent person and maybe they would actually just get together anyway yeah. and i imagine for what they wanted to tell with that story that was just not going to make sense Better We're, to just kick that dude to the curb, right? Yeah, it, yeah. Especially with how gross he was. Yeah, but Haru comes in so late to the story that I I barely had a chance to do anything with her. I had to go watch the rest of her thing. Yeah, uh, and you need effect. a max
1: proficiency stat to even initiate past level one.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, I I just didn't do that. Like, I don't think I ever got. Uh, I think I got one stat to a five, and then everything else was at four. So I just didn't have time to get through a lot of those. And it, it's weird because. I mean, I know that they kind of do that because they want you to do the new game plus, and that's where you would essentially get to go back and do all those things. I just, I don't love that aspect of the the persona design. Like, I wish that they wouldn't gate stuff quite like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: especially because you're already playing it for 110 hours. Yeah, in the first place. I don't know. Like, I feel like this game. I got a lot further with a lot more people than I had in previous games with stuff like the the fortune teller tricks
0: and... I didn't even know she was a thing you could do until like November. Yeah. I totally missed... Like, I thought the only thing you could do up there was go to the bar and I didn't realize there was another character up there until way late. I just somehow missed it.
1: They like... The first time you go there, they say like, hey, look, a fortune teller booth. That'd be cool to check out and then walk past it. And that's like yeah. the only way you would ever know. I, I uh, ahead of time was like, okay... I, wanna, I don't want to like, follow a guide that tells me what I need to do on these specific days, but I want to kind of get a general idea of who... So, so something that this game did differently than Persona 4 is all of the characters who you have confidant links with also have an ability right. um, associated with certain levels of unlock. Uh, so I was just kind of curious at like, which side characters are going to give me the best and most interesting buffs to my party right and i'm gonna go seek them out actively um so because of that i I got a lot of tens and a lot of like nines that i probably could have
0: finished if i was a little bit more efficient but then again like that's not fun i think i had like four tens that were not the ones that automatically level up and then i had like a bunch of like sixes and sevens like that was just kind of where i topped out with a bunch of them Uh, I felt bad because I really wanted to max out the Makoto one, but then there was another like proficiency thing. Or I forget. It was a kindness. uh, Yeah. Charm. Charm. That's what it was. You had to be a very convincing boyfriend. I was not that convincing of a boyfriend. I
1: really liked her. She probably had... She was probably the best side character in this game.
0: Yeah, definitely the most developed. Like uh, the, the, the backstory with her sister and her father... And even if, you know, the whole, like, you know, I'm going to be a police commissioner because, you know, I, I want to follow my father's footsteps thing is like maybe a tad cliche. Like, I feel like they do a good job of establishing why she thinks that way. Yes. And fleshing her out beyond just sort of that initial impression of, like, class president, you know, kind of like goody two shoes like, oh, type character. oh, she's stuck
1: up. Like. Yeah. I do like when she joins your party. She's basically the first smart person to be involved. And she's like, what the fuck are you guys
0: doing here? How are you not arrested (laughs) yet? Holy shit. (laughs) Also, she totally has the best persona. It's just a fucking motorcycle. And and, uh, Haru has the best, uh, I think, leveled up persona. Oh, yeah. With the like dual skull fucking (laughs) skirt and all that shit. Like, that's super cool. Uh, but Makoto's like uh, her persona awakening is by far the best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think Makoto was was my favorite of the party characters. I think I, I have a certain sympathy to Ryuji, which yeah. I, 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 I I also just wish am they a developed Ryuji him defender. more. Totally, because uh,
1: that's the thing, right? He's shitty, but he always means well. And he, like, he says something dumb, they all yell at him, and he's like, "You guys are right."
0: Yeah, like, yeah. And, and, and it is sort of amazing the way everyone just jumps down his fucking throat every time he says anything, <laughs> especially a especially bit Austs. Oh yeah, God, he's he. I, I'm surprised he didn't drop out of that group text after a while. It's <laughs> at brutal. least muted it. I think yeah. he at least muted it. The other characters, like I was just kind of eh on for the most part. Yeah. Like I think on, on's on. I think has an interesting uh, social link. Yes, uh, but her role within the the team is mostly there is like kind of like a comic relief that doesn't isn't that funny that often. Yeah. Um, yeah but, it's weird the
1: first two characters that you get in your party, An and Ryuji, are mostly played for laughs yeah
0: they like they just go for that right out of the gate, but like her social link is is kind of an interesting story of like you know someone who is kind of naturally gifted at something, uh kind of wandering their way into a profession. And running up against someone who is extremely determined, Had, like she is basically Homer Simpson to uh, the other girls, Frank Grimes. <laughs> yeah, uh, but if Frank Grimes was also a little bit evil, yes. Um, and you know the, the like the way it plays out is is kind of corny and doesn't really like go anywhere, but like. I appreciate it. Like it was an interesting little angle there of like her having to sort of realize like, oh, hey, maybe I should actually work at this thing that people want me to do well at. Yeah. But I'm just not trying hard. And enough.
1: just being good isn't going to carry me. Enough. Yeah. Like just I,
0: being naturally attractive is not enough to be like a, a really talented model. Like there is actual work that goes into this. Yeah um y- yusuke was probably the m-
1: most underdeveloped team member
0: um, yeah like he's he really is just an aesthetic in a human body like that's really it yeah i liked his arc within his dungeon yes um like his development at the outset with Madarame and yes. what he how he comes to understand that his master is a complete piece of shit and the stuff with his mom like that whole story is great yes the social link is nothing it's just nothing it's just him coming to realize that oh i can paint good if i don't try too hard yeah like and also there's a boat I don't, I don't fucking know why they were on that boat i don't know what's going on there uh maybe if they let you date yusuke that would have made more sense i don't yeah, know I but fee-
1: i i feel i mean other people have said this this isn't an, an uncommon observation but i feel like they almost they almost they could have yes if they wanted to go
0: that route they could have like there was uh, one person developing the game was like hey, hey guys, you know he's right we there just do this? we could do like, that yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I didn't care for him. Uh, I didn't really like his, his I did barely used him in battle for the most part. I just, I didn't get anything out of him.
1: Um, and kind of going off of that, I think another area this game was weaker than Persona 4 in was the, like, school events and kind of the hangout yeah. parties, let's have fun. Like off they- the top of my head, I remember the beach and Hawaii. Yes, as kind of the two
0: main ones, and I think the beach was okay. You know, the like beach that was okay. like kind of fut- Futaba's sort of you know coming out thing of yeah. like, hey, I'm going to be around people. Holy shit! Like that was kind of an I I felt like most of the Futaba arc was actually pretty good. Yeah. You know, it he's e. wearing that hoodie and he's got those lobsters. and yep. that's, that's really good. Like Futaba's whole thing was very melodramatic, but I think that you know it was melodrama that they mostly delivered on pretty well. Yes. You know, like I think that her her story was was the right kind of tragic for the story that they were trying to tell. Uh, and and in general, I liked her. Maybe a little less of the, you know, fucking wah-ha-ha fucking, yeah. you know, computer speak. But I, I know why they went that way. Yes.
1: Um, it, which also made it a little, all that up to the wah ha stuff, made it a little weird that you could date her.
0: Yeah, I don't know... <sighs> I get the the impression that she's supposed to be like a little younger than the rest of the team, but yes. I couldn't tell how much younger. Like, I think she's supposed to be around 15. And you're like, what? And you're 17? Like 16, 17. So maybe like 14 to 17. So it's not it's not crazy especially considering you can date 35 year old women in that game like there's there's a whole thing with age in the dating aspect of that game that it feels like they just don't give a fuck yeah
1: it's less the age and more about like she is the severely damaged right like you're literally prying her out from her room and she is experiencing the real world for the first time and also you're gonna do stuff to her
0: and there's also a part in uh sojiro's uh his his social link at the end where he basically just like nudges He was like hey can you do me a favor and just not get with her <laughs> yeah. like could you just not do that although I don't know maybe having you as a son-in-law wouldn't be so bad. I don't know. Anyway, and he's it's, like, just, Look, like, it's throwa- complicated it's this throwaway line. It's super weird. Um I, I really I think, liked his stuff by the way. Yeah, yeah. he's he great. a great dad. He sucks at the beginning. Yep. Like he's such a shithead. He's wearing that hat. He has that stupid <laughs> that car parent, like that what? pink shirt with like, the collar up. What the fuck is going on with this dude? <laughs> and then like over time Once they develop him, you start to realize, like, I think he might actually be, like, one of the three best characters in that game. I agree. Um, And also, I love Curry, so I'm already naturally kind of predisposed (laughs) to him. But with the Futaba thing, uh, I will say that I think through the social link, I kind of felt like by the end of it, you know, I probably wouldn't have chosen to date her in the end of it. But I I felt like they did just enough to kind of make her seem comfortable in the world. Where you, the idea of you hooking up with her didn't feel completely crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I totally understand, like, where the discomfort might come from. But for me, it was just very much like, okay, yeah, she seems like she's fine. Like, she's obviously got a lot that she still is going to have to deal with. But she's fine around people now. She's right. fine being social. She understands how to sort of exist in the world now. So there's exactly. that. Exactly. Uh, uh, but the, Kama, t-
1: the kawakami stuff is way creepier yeah Kamakami- <laughs> especially when you have her coming to your house every night and to she's calling you, you master yeah. and
0: it's a whole thing i literally
1: had her come to my house every night that i didn't want to do anything to make curry because why wouldn't i get like free sp restore yeah. and then i'm thinking about it in the fiction of the universe and like she was working as a maid for two nights a week to pay off this family yeah but now i saved her and she's here
0: seven nights a week yeah that's a whole thing it's messed up man. i mean in the end i ended up dating the reporter so you know yeah. it's like it, it, at some point i was just like well, i meant to date the doctor too i was so pissed but oh. i, fu- I fuck, uh, fucked up on it and i didn't save scum so i was just like yeah. all right so i don't know the reporter one was fine I, I was happy with that but to your point about the events yes i did not uh really remember most of the events like the whole Hawaii trip. Uh, is just, just did not do anything yeah. for me. Uh, and the whole little bit where like Yusuke just shows up and he's like, oh yeah, there was a storm in LA, so we landed in Hawaii <laughs> is 100% the thing you write when you've never been to the United and he's States. You've never looked at a map. Yeah. Like, I get it. I know this is games for Japan, but come on. Like, just a li- like San Diego, like yeah. anywhere. Like, yeah. they could land anywhere. Um, yeah. I just like the whole high school aspect of the game felt very pushed to the back compared to the Thief story, which, you know, I understand they're going for something a little different with this one. Right, But I think, and you know, I don't want to presume to speak for, you know, all Persona fans here, but I feel like what I see from people who are very deep into that series fandom is that they really like the high school aspect of it, the sort of social aspect of it. And, well, the social links, I think, are generally pretty good in this one. The high school lifestyle aspect of it, the trips, the sort of the the kind of, you know, the, the social events that you do with your team really just don't take a huge backseat to everything else to the point where like there's a running gag where their like parties just keep getting fucked up like they just never get to have like a right. real party because <laughs> they're just they're just comically cursed for some reason. Yeah.
1: Um I f- I feel like uh we got to kind of talk about I know this is mostly about plot stuff but uh the end of that game I feel like I'm soured a little more on the end of that game because The last few dungeons, especially the Shido dungeon, were just such a drag to get through. The stuff with the mice and those long corridors where you're just running around. And at that point, the combat is at a place where you pretty much have to get your sneak attacks. right? And the sneak attack at a high level is just wait here for a really long time. And once the guy is in that couple of frames where you can get him, get him. yeah. And it just plods, man. It really does. Um,
0: I don't Disagree with their decision to go with uh, crafted dungeons in this one versus the sort of like, you know, proc gen style ones that were in in four. Um, But the actual dungeon design really takes a, a hard dip around... I think the last one I liked was the Makoto dungeon, the, the, the Yakuza yes. shithead, like the, the bank one. Yeah. That one was fine. Because the
1: next one was the food one, and it had that you hit a button, and you have 15 seconds to run to this other thing and hit another button, and Ugh. timed movement in a JRPG
0: is not exactly the most thrilling uh. Mechanic. No, no, it was not great. Uh, mm-hmm. That was not fun. Uh, I did not like the the akumara one where the like the shooting out of the different airlocks thing like that sucked at the end there um and and then yeah the shido dungeon is just a huge waste of time like it's it's not challenging it's just boring and i i think that if they're you know 17 years from now when they do persona 6 uh The thing I would say is that they really need to work on their dungeon designs. Like those
1: first few, the the castle one is really cool. That first
0: time you're outside of the castle and you kind of are running up the
1: walls of it and stuff and then maneuvering through enemies, I thought that, I was like, wow, this is nothing like Persona 4. Yes. This is fun and this isn't like any other jrpg i've played yeah and then by the end it's just like i wish this was like persona i wish this last area was just climbing through whatever many floors
0: but like. the thing is like they totally peaked at the first dungeon because <laughs> like it's it's a slow decline and then a big decline after that because i think the moderate mom Ah, moderame one uh aesthetically very pleasing and like not super challenging but also doesn't like waste too much of your time yeah uh so it was fine, and the 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 bank one was you know had a couple of cool pits in it, and then go, I, uh, going through the paintings in the Moderani one was yeah, really cool. That was a neat little effect, and like stuff like that, I think goes a long way because yes. I don't think they're that good at creating like really good dungeon puzzles. Like I don't think that's what that team does well. Right. So if that's the way they're going to go going forward, I think they need to work on that a little bit because it just makes the. It's just such a slog, you know, because I, I, I again, I feel like a, what people come to these games for a lot is the social stuff. It's the side stuff. It's being able to spend your time, you know, kind of going around these, the city and doing what you want and the dungeons, you know, they, they, like, it's not that I don't want to do them at all, but I would refer, prefer if they didn't feel like I was trudging through mud to get to the parts of the game that I want to do.
1: Yeah. And, and I feel like towards the end game, there's a lot of systems, like, especially when you level up with the gun boy. Um, yes. the Like the automatic down, uh, the kind of getting a jump on the enemy, the stuff that like that that makes the uh, quote unquote random combat a little more manageable, a little more easy to breeze through if you want to. Right. Um, and what I ended up doing was abusing the Grim Reaper flu season thing, um, just so I didn't. I got up to level like ninety two. Oh I was like, yeah. I'm just gonna breeze through the. It, it was. I was halfway through Shido's dungeon, and I was just like. No, nah, I don't. I'm not here for the combat anymore. Yeah. I, I've seen all this game has to offer in that effect.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely, I, I don't think I caught quite that quite that high level, but I was high enough that like I was definitely combat became a breeze after a point. Yeah. Um, and some of that is just I think the combat design is a lot better in this game. Yes. Uh, at least it was than in four. Like I had a lot more fun doing the battles and generally, you know, didn't die that much. I think because I, I, I engaged in enough grindy combat and mementos to to sort of build up, but yeah, I, it's a shame because it feels like they they know that the social stuff is what people want to do, and they're trying to find ways to force players to kind of meet that out. Like, I think a lot of Morgana telling you to go to sleep all the time uh, is very much them trying to gate that as much as they can so that, you know, you don't just blow, you know, blow all your time right away and run out of things to do. Right. Um... But I think there's got to be a better way to do that than the way they currently have it set up because it really did feel like one, the dungeons were just taking like a little too much of the actual calendar time to do uh, and two, the whole Morgana telling you to go to sleep after you do literally oh, anything God. is just, it was just a little too much. And I know there's a point where you can get past that and like it, there's, there's a break, but like, there's a reason that that's like probably the most common meme from
1: this game yeah. is go to bed. Like, It is rough and it's rough to a point where you're like, I've beat two dungeons at this point and you're still not letting me do what I want to do at night.
0: And it's unfortunate because I think Morgana is a decent character for the most part. Like I liked him, uh, just kind of his presence and the way he was. I didn't think they did a great job of explaining sort of why. I, I, yeah, I toward the end, they explain where Morgana comes from and like how he kind of came to be and, and joined the team and all that but they don't really explain where the amnesia kind of fit into that yeah and they never really explained like those dreams or morgana's super obsessed thing with treasure yes like it's just kind of like it's just like oh no by the way i was created to do this and it's like oh well all right well what was up with those nightmares and why why do you like get yeah, super horny he, for treasure he, he like you've
1: seen like shadow morgana in in mementos yeah and you're like oh is are, i'm at some point am i gonna like have to Find a shadow Morgana or something? It feels
0: like there was something more they wanted to do with that, but it either ran out of time or just decided that 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 storyline didn't matter as much as the other stuff and just kind of cut it at a certain point. And it was like a little disappointing because I felt like there was more to do with that character in the end. And, I'm you know, I was kind of glad when Morgana came strolling through the door at the very end. I was like, oh, thank God. You know, I didn't want Morgana to be gone. No, not at all. Uh, But nonetheless, I, I felt like there was just like a little something missing there. Yeah. Um, Let me say we
1: take some questions. Let's do it. So uh first one that we got here is what are your favorite tracks from the game
0: mine was blooming villain and
1: rivers in the desert and this game had a lot of good music
0: it really did uh, i don't remember all the track names i will say the core battle music has stuck with me forever yes uh, i like the very the chill jam that just sort of floats around when you're wandering around town you know the 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 low key under the mask I yeah I, I like that one um i really liked the dungeon music in i that was the only part of shido's dungeon i liked i like that music yeah uh, I liked the music in... Um, which one was it? Uh, I liked Matarame's music. I can't remember that one. Uh, I couldn't... Hum- I remember not, not liking any of the yeah. music. There, there, was, there was no song on there I thought was bad. Yes. Uh, it all it was varied from, oh, that's neat, to, oh, I really like this. Uh,
1: I think my personal favorite was, and I only know the name of this because I was just looking it up, uh, Life Goes On, which is the music you take during final exams. It's very, yes. like jazzy Um,
0: especially when you've got morgana going Ooh, you've got this like just you hear the like chimes when you
1: get the right answers yeah and uh uh also the music that plays when you're actually going for the heist at the end of the dungeon like once you've made the path yeah once it once it
0: gets ill in the dungeon that that that's a good track that's it's you know that is a soundtrack i i still have a great deal of fondness for the near automata soundtrack but that Mm -hmm. is one that i will definitely fight for uh in game of the year discussions around best music
1: this one's a little more creative. Um, if the rumors are true that Hifumi Togo, quote, shogi girl, was supposed to be a phantom thief, what persona would she have and how would her dungeon be?
0: Yeah, it was interesting because I actually thought that character was going to be a party member when they first introduced her. And then when I realized she was just kind of relegated to that church, I was like, oh, okay, we're, we're not doing that. Yeah. Um, I don't know.
1: Like, I mean, I assume it be very tactical, yeah
0: like some sort of like uh maybe some kind of you know military general uh or or samurai uh you know samurai general kind of thing like i could see that uh i liked her I, i thought she was one of the better side stories yeah totally uh
1: her side story felt realistic and kind of believable yeah and also had good resolution where she was just like Hey, you I'm know doing my own thing.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I am actually okay at this game But I am definitely not the superstar that I was made out to be and yeah. i'm i'm able to come to terms with that And I can I can deal with that and I don't have to do this fucking idol thing anymore, which is cool
1: That conversation where you go up to her and she's like, yeah, I just got fucking wrecked. Yep <laughs> I lost her real bad it like was she, over in an
0: instant. She is admirable in a way that I think I, I, There's no one in that in that cast that I think is, like, a total shit stain, but, like, I think she's, like, one of the more, like, just immediately sympathetic and likable characters in that game. Do you
1: think they should just get rid of Hama and Mudo at this point? Yes, the instant kills. The light instant kill, the dark instant kill. Because I feel like even when creatures were weak to that stuff, I'm not going to do it because... I don't know like what percent means like high chance, medium yeah, chance. Yeah, like it's
0: not like XCOM where you can see like the actual percentages to know like what your likelihood is. Um, and then, you know, it's obviously not going to work on bosses. Yeah. but and uh, then once a
1: game, I feel like you just get hit by it as the main character. Like once per persona game, you're going to take a Hama, you're going to take a Mudo, and you're going to lose an hour of progress.
0: And there are like you know some of those abilities like you know Yusuke. If you build him all the way up, there's uh, his last ability is like he can literally stand in and take a. Uh, uh, a fatal hit yeah. for you. That said, uh, that would require you to put Yusuke in your party, and I i don't know. Like I got enough Bufu spells at a certain point that I was just like, I don't need this dude. Who I don't was, need him. Who was your core party, typically? My core party, for the most part, was Makoto, um, Morgana, and... There was definitely a period where I was using Haru, but then I got a persona that had most of her, uh, you know, Psy abilities. Yeah. So I just threw Ryuji back in there.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like that was probably most people's um, because, you know, Momokoto's got that good debuff and buff stuff. Yep. Uh, Morgana's got the heels and then Ryuji just does, uh, does a ton of damage, raw physical. Uh, I, I really like the, my, one of my favorite things about persona is the thing where everyone has a unique weapon yes. and by nature it being so constrained by the end, it's just really out there. Um, and this game does it twice because they all have guns too. Yes.
0: Um, I really liked that they just had guns, and yes. I, I, I like their explanation for it. I liked the way that they sort of. There was a lot of stuff around cognition in that game that didn't completely make sense to me. Right. Uh, I I I got the gun thing. I was like, okay, this is dumb, but I get it. I like it. When they had to sort of, and this, this is actually the last story thing I kind of wanted to talk about before we get to more questions. Uh, the whole thing with fucking the the interrogation room. And, like, how Akechi you came must've... to show up in a, a cognitive version of the oh, room. This, versus this yes. specifically? I that, thought you were going to say Say's, like... Oh, th- her dialogue is terrible yeah. throughout that whole thing. Like, that whole thing's a mess. But the whole thing where, like, Sae, you know, yes. has the phone, and then Akechi somehow ends up in a cognitive oh, version of the room, man. and he shoots a cognition of you that is not actually you. But
1: and, there's only one Say... But there's also, like, her projecting...
0: So she's projecting the room right. with you in it. Right. But And somehow Akechi enters that cognition instead of the actual room. Yes. And he kills the cognition that is not you, but the cognition of you. And the way that they not only have to explain all that afterward, but then you can go up to Futaba afterward and have her give you 15 paragraphs of text to further explain it to you, is just, at some point, if you have to explain it that much, maybe it just doesn't make that much sense. Yeah, now that
1: you bring it up, I kind of, at that point, I was just like, yeah, got it. Sure, I
0: totally know what's happening here and just hit I Again, it's like you, you Oceans 11, 12, and 13, all of it combined into one just very unlikely but complicated scenario and i admire them going for it i just don't think it completely made sense um we got a question here how do you
1: feel about the series instance on keeping references to older games at a bare minimum do you want to see more continuity
0: I mean, again, I can't speak as like, a long-term fan of the series, so I, I can't say. I mean, I didn't need references to Persona 4 in this game. like I, I didn't think that was necessary. Like, If they wanted at some point to have like a character carry over, and yeah. it's like, hey, this I person...
1: Mean, there's one reference, and, and I guess he's from Persona 3, technically, even though he was in 4 or 2 with um, Tanaka right uh shady commodities tanaka which is one of my right. favorite jokes of the game actually is that you find this busted laptop and then you repair it and it's the fucking dude from public access tv and i want to know what happened to him i you what? Know I never repaired
0: he's... that laptop so i never got that oh uh,
1: yeah so you repair that laptop and it's tanaka there wearing his sunglasses he's like hey welcome to the dark web I got oh, a lot. Fuck. Of,
0: i got a lot of shit for you okay to buy. i really should have repaired that laptop i bought it but yeah. then i never actually did anything with it um
1: so I I really want to know what happened to Tanaka from being his glory on on Sunday morning television to relegated to the deep web.
0: Yeah, but like stuff like that like I think those are the kinds of cool little easter eggs you can put in there. Yes. I think at some point, you know, since a lot of these games do take place in, you know, around Tokyo, like I think they, you know, it's it's not crazy to think that some character from that series, one of the earlier games could show up in another one. I think if you can think of a good story reason to do it by all means, but i i for me personally like i didn 't need Persona four to infiltrate this game in any way for me to enjoy it
1: yeah and and that 's actually why I hope that there is a Ultimax or whatever they 're going to call the the fighting game uh, for persona five because that 's one of the things that the Persona four version did really well is it you know it had the characters from three and four in it, and the story mode was kind of these two universes colliding you yeah know, at first they don't understand each other when they meet and then they kind of hate each other but then they all realize they're out for the same goal and you have these cool interactions with like, like
0: that's your fan servicey game yes. so do that there that yes. makes perfect sense yes
1: um yeah i don't think it needs to be in the main games but i do appreciate when it happens yeah little little nuggets little references like that i think are cool yeah um assuming that this is your first shin smt let's say game dealing with demon negotiations what are your thoughts on that
0: uh yeah i wish that stuff I, i so i know there was a guide i could have followed that said like this type always wants this kind of answer or whatever i didn't really do that because like i just felt like that would have been a little too much hand holding for me um i do wish it was a little less uh here is this very rigid personality type, so here is this very rigid answer to it um, like there's an always a right answer for this, and that like it didn't really feel like negotiation so much as just hitting the right darts on the right part of the board yes. you know and so like I think that that system was good, it definitely saved me a lot of extra combat i didn't need um and i liked that that being sort of how you pulled the personas in and stuff but like and i do like
1: towards the end of the game you get skills that you do a second chance or even skip it
0: eventually uh completely it's a neat aspect um i didn't necessarily always love the way it worked in this game
1: yeah uh i i so i did find that the tutorial is actually in the game it never references it but if you go into the actual tutorials you'll see like you know this type always wants to hear this kind of answer. Even with that knowledge, there are some times where I'm like, none of these answers are gloomy.
0: Yeah, they don't or, really sound right. all of these right. answers
1: are gloomy. Yeah,
0: it, it, sometimes it just doesn't really feel like there's a great variety in the answers you are given options for. And sometimes, like, the way they label those just doesn't feel like, oh, that's what that means? That doesn't seem right.
1: Yeah. And I I do like it better, I should say, than the Persona 4, like, pick the right card, shuffle, card thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, We only got a couple more here. Okay. Uh, In spite of its sort of anime-style plotting, how did you feel regarding the game's handling of its social themes relevant outside of Japan? We talked about that a little bit.
0: A little, yeah. I, I think, for me, the issue was less the themes and more just kind of the way they went about delivering them. I think that... The, they had some really cool ideas for how to represent, you know, these sorts of politics and like kind of the, the their their view of how things are in, in kind of modern Japan. I think that the way they sort of built that into the very ridiculous storyline they had for that game, sometimes it just didn't come across quite right. Or at least not in a clear or, uh, you know, I think the pointed way. It sometimes felt like they were just kind of stumbling into this stuff you know is it, it, it a little ham-fisted in places
1: yeah yeah i i feel like you know maybe it would have been a little more impactful uh if i had lived if i lived in japan right but yeah like you were saying it's not necessarily the message itself it's just like it's delivering this message through you with your group of people who like to steal hearts and go inside of another world to fight shadows and also are uncovering this grand political conspiracy uh where it kind of gets uh, it gets a little muddied Yeah, you know? there's a lot going on especially when you're like thinking about okay how am i going to spend tomorrow night wait right? how, how yeah. am i going to get that massage tonight and then go do laundry and and then oh also the prime minister is corrupt and we got to expose him
0: yeah it's it it it, I feel like there were some things they could have streamlined a little bit to make that story kind of flow a little better and to kind of hit those points a little harder. Um, but in general, I, I think I like the overall direction of it. I, I was surprised by it, and I was kind of, you know, I I found it, you know, heartening in a way. Right. Uh, that said, they just, you know, and honestly, like the most, the worst storytelling in that game is the actual anime, like the actual anime cutscenes. Like they're just, I don't know why they keep including them because I feel like they do so much better storytelling with the actual in-game stuff. Yes. Uh the anime cutscenes like they feel like a holdover from like the PS2 era when like that shit looked way better than anything in the actual game. So like of course they would include that as sort of like a bonus. Right. Now it just seems like hey, here are these kind of awkwardly drawn scenes that don't really look like anything happening in the real game.
1: I will say the one anime cutscene that I really enjoyed was Ryuji on the boat. When right. Shido's ship is collapsing and he just like looks back and he's like i got this and it's kind of his redemption for being the shit bag this whole game he's he finally like, does something yeah, and he, he just finally,
0: he, he, he gets he to run again
1: I, I i almost teared up a little bit it yeah was,
0: it was touching i also feel like they could have done that in an engine and it would have still looked good totally yeah and, and the weird thing about those animated
1: cutscenes, especially, is they're voiced a bit less than like you would want them to be. Yeah. Because it feels like maybe it was hard getting those voice actors around when they were doing the animation, and who knows, you know? Yeah,
0: they just weren't sure like how much they were going to be able to do, so they just so kind of, a lot of like, around like, oh. it. Oh. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like we got
1: time for one more here. All right, let's do and it. it. It's and it's a hot topic um, that we touched on briefly, but. Do you guys feel like the localization remained an issue to the end? Personally, it didn't feel any different to me than the other personas.
0: So I, I talked a little bit about this on the BeastCast when I was kind of going through my my paces with the game. Um, to me, it's not that the localization was like uniquely horrible. It definitely wasn't. It's certain, far from the worst localization I've seen of a Japanese RPG. Yes. Um, nonetheless, it also came out at a time when yakuza zero and near automata came out yes and those are great great localizations like they they have a great flow to them you know they they retain the sense of humor and style of of you know kind of the the very japanese uh, kind of things that are going on in some of those games uh while also you know sort of like reflecting actual english language and feeling like natural conversational flow Persona Five loses that in places, especially with some of the adult dialogue. It feels like there is a much more—I uh, don't know—I guess maybe like a more formal version of Japanese that is being spoken as the adult characters. Like maybe all
1: that- of the all of the older villain type characters seem like old movie villains, where they're yes. like, "I am about to enact my evil plan." And. I am going
0: to destroy these teenagers and... And even when they're just having casual conversation with each other, it sometimes feels like they're having two different conversations that don't intersect. And I don't know if that was just like a stylistic choice in the original Japanese where like, you know, the kids have a much more conversational thing where the adults are like, you know, supposed to be kind of evil and separate. uh, So they kind of talk differently. But the way it translated into the game was just kind of jarring because I found myself having to sort of pick through those conversations more and try and make sense of them versus just kind of letting them happen. Uh, And I think, you know, toward the end of the game, it's less of an issue because there's so much going on that the conversations become less of a focus and more just like, you know, everyone's just saying, hey, go, oh, God, that's happening. And this is happening. Oh, shit. You know? um
1: it's interesting that you mentioned the adults having the worst stuff because it it actually translates well to the youth oriented stuff is a little bit better especially like the online speak yeah at at the bottom of the loading screens uh i think futaba's character while isn't my cup of tea is spot on in certain areas oh totally um and just like like on and and a lot of like a lot of the kids feel like they're speaking like kids, like like people for yeah. the most part. you
0: know, like it feels like they're just having kind of casual conversation where, like you said, the adults, if they're not just mustache twirling and screaming about their their evil plans, they're just kind of talking in this extremely like almost robotic sort of, you know, like, here are these words that I understand what they mean, but they definitely don't go in that order. Kind of d- discussion,
1: and at that point, you have to wonder: is this a localization issue or is this just a writing issue?
0: It feels to me like they translated it very literally, and for some of those characters, just did not do the extra couple of passes to sort of make that stuff flow better yeah. for an English audience. And that's and, you know that could have just come down to time, to money, budget, whatever, but. It it was it was it was a little jarring and it kind of remained that way, especially all of those side scenes. Like everything in the interrogation room, where she's like, "You must have had someone who could tell your fortunes." What happened? Tell me who your accomplice was. Like it's just it did it it wasn't dialogue. It was and just And you
1: were saying that she just slips into this this abhorrent uh uh uh, uh the fortune teller slips into this abhorrent
0: uh, southern accent
1: southern yeah. accent which they tried. I mean. You know, I think there was even a character in another Persona game who was like, "Oh, I'm from the country actually, and this is how I sound." But it's just not like, good.
0: There's a way to do that. Like I thought that the the Chaya reveal of like, "Hey, I'm from the country," and oh, by the way, everyone thought I was a fucking witch. Like you know, I <laughs> I, I I was predicting earthquakes and stuff, and everyone decided to burn my house down. Like I was fucking Doctor Frankenstein. Like yeah. that kind of like that story was ridiculous, but also I think relatively well done. But, like, the reveal with the accent, like, kind of just knocked me on my ass. And I know that's a fairly common thing in in English dubs where, like, the southern accent or, in some cases, the Brooklyn accent, I guess, (laughs) will stand in for that. But there's a way to do that while not sounding like you just tried to sound like hee-haw. You know, like, there's a way to do that where you can kind of represent a little bit of southern or flavor, that kind of flavor, without just going full on, yee-haw, well, I'm from the country, (laughs) and oh, boy, they, uh," you know, like it's not quite that bad i'm exaggerating slightly but that is it, it was very jarring in the moment yeah um well great like any final know, thoughts from you like anything else that, that kind of stuck with you so, uh,
1: i, I the, the game was such a roller coaster for me because yeah. that
0: initial reveal
1: of just like the style of the game had me really excited the idea that it was heists you know i'm, I'm a sucker for heist movies and I was just like, this is going to be really cool. And I got in there, and it was really fun. And then it took some turns, and then started to drag at the end. But looking back, I'm definitely glad I played it. Yeah, I, I had a fun time with it overall. I just wanted it to be better.
0: Yeah, I think for me, it was like I, I was on board with the themes. I was on board with the style of it. I, I just wanted, I wanted to feel more for the people in my party. I wanted yes. more... Not necessarily like a great deal of exposition or like a ton of, you know, like a great deal more events to do with them, but just a little more focus on them and, you know, kind of their interior lives beyond what they're doing with the Phantom Thieves. Right. Uh, it, it just, it felt like the social links is generally good as they were, were much more focused on events and things happening around them external to, uh, you know, kind of what their actual lives were. And, you know, Makoto, I think was one of the few exceptions um in general i just I, I would have liked to have felt kind of similar to the way i did a lot of the party members in four you know there was there was no chia for me in this part right and uh it, i don't want every character to be chia necessarily but i would like I to be able to feel something that, that's fair but i would like to be able to feel something similar for them and yeah. that's that's kind of where i came out on it
1: cool well yeah uh like like alex said we'll be back in 2032 for the persona 6 spoiler cast indeed uh so keep tuned to giant And we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.